Hello everyone and welcome back to the Gelman Report. In today's episode, we are going to be doing something a little different than we've done before. So in the past, we've been doing kind of reviews of NFL weeks, uh, my fantasy football league, um, NBA weeks. Uh, but this uh, episode, we're going to be doing something that I saw a lot over social media on Instagram and on Twitter. I'm going to be giving you my NBA hot takes. We are about 10 weeks into the NBA season. The all-star starters and the all-star reserves were just announced. So, so I think it's the perfect time to really give my hot takes uh, about these first 10 weeks. So we're going to be going over three of my hot takes. Some of these are really, really um, bold and, um, and unusual, but I stand behind them. And yeah, so let's get right into the episode. So as I mentioned before, we're going to be doing three hot takes. And the first one, I don't want to start off with something so crazy. We're going to be starting off with something light. And that is that DeJounte Murray, point guard for the San Antonio Spurs, is a future all-star. That is my first hot take, that DeJounte Murray is going to be a future all-star. This year, he was not named an all-star Um Literally just, I think, two, two hours ago, yeah, the NBA announced the All-Star Reserves, and he was not one of them, but I think that he's pretty young. Um, he's only 24. This is his fifth year in the, in the NBA, um, and I think he's going to be a future All-Star. Uh, so this is not really such a hot take, um, because if you're not a casual and you watch basketball and you look at stats, and, and if you really watch Spurs games, you see that DeJounte Murray is such a phenomenal player and is one of the most underrated players in the league. Um, Murray is actually, he's one of my favorite players. I started liking him because I played a few games um, of NBA 2K um, and I had DeJounte Murray on my team and I really started to like him in, in 2K and then I started to kind of follow him in in, uh, in real life in, in, the, in the NBA and I, I just had a liking towards him and I think that he does not get the recognition that he should. He's one of those players that I think is extremely underrated. We're going to be talking about a lot of underrated players um, in today's episode. Um, I think he's similar on uh, he's on this level of a shy Gilgis Alexander, a uh, Fred Van Vliet, guards that are extremely underrated but are are so valuable to their team. He is Dejounte Murray is one of the best defensive players in the league. He's arguably the best defensive point guard in the league. He is, I think, extremely a uh, ten times better than a Patrick Beverly in in every single category. I think Dejounte Murray is a better defender. I know I know what's his name. Patrick Beverly makes all the defensive teams and gets all the credit and and likes and. And post on on social media for locking up LeBron, locking Harden, a uh, big talker. But his stats are not that amazing. First, he can't really score so well. Patrick Beverly, he's not such a great facilitator. He's barely a point guard. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George play point guard for that team, and um, so yeah, he can't really facilitate. He's an, he's a pretty good rebounder. I do give him that. Um, and then his best stat or his best attribute, his, uh, his defense, I think is extremely overrated. I don't think he's even such a great defender. I think DeJounte Murray is way better um, in every single category. DeJounte Murray this year is averaging 15 points per game, 
um, one and a half steals per game, five assists, and seven rebounds. Those are some great, phenomenal, just some great stats. And and he's only averaging he's averaging a steal and a half per game with only two fouls, which is a great um, ratio. Um, and then there's also things that you don't see in the stat sheet. Um, the defensive rating, kind of uh, just having effect on the game, tipped balls, and and he's he does all of that. And I think that an important factor that you want to see in a young player is improvement. Um, this is his fifth year in the league, um, fifth year in the league, fourth year playing. In 2018, he actually tore um, his one of the ligaments in his legs, a pretty bad injury. But yeah, he. He's, he's been improving every single year. He's been improving his scoring while his minutes have been going up. He's improving his passing, his rebounding, becoming a true point guard. And and I think the most important thing is improving his his shooting, which has uh, drastically improved, especially his three-point shooting. Um, and I just want to end off with one of the most impressive stats that in 2017, 2018, his second year in the league, his second, a sophomore player, he made... He was the youngest player to ever make an all-defensive team in 2017-2018. DeJounte Murray. Some play, some people that watch basketball that would consider themselves basketball fans don't even know who this guy is, and he made a defensive team in 2017. You would not expect it to be this player. You would expect it to be an all-time great defender. Michael Jordan. Um, LeBron James has made some defensive teams. Gary Payton. Great defensive guards. But no, it was DeJounte Murray point guard for the San Antonio Spurs. And that just shows you how great of a player is and how much potential he has. And I think that he's going to be an all-star, maybe even a, um, I, don't know, I don't want to go as far as a Hall of Famer, but hopefully a champion and hopefully he's going to have a great, great career in the NBA. Now we're going to go to our second hot take of the episode. And this one is, it's not just kind of a statement. It's more of, these are, I'm going to give you my top five shooting guards in the NBA and they're not going to be it's not going the top five list is not going to be the usual top five that you would see so let's start off with number five and that is Devin Booker one of the most consistent players in the league at one point last year a lot of people were thinking oh he is the second best uh, shooting guard in the league uh sorry if I've been saying point guards we're doing the shooting guards list Sorry about that. Uh, so yeah, number five, I have Devin Booker. And after the Suns went 8-0 in the bubble, a lot of people are saying, oh, Devin Booker, easily better. Uh, people are saying than James Harden. What they, People are saying one of the best players in the league, period, top 10 player. And I'm a, I'm a Devin Booker fan. I liked him at Kentucky. I like his Kobe-like uh, game. So yeah, I'm a fan of him, but I'm not going to go so far to say that he's this, one of the best players in the league. I think he's a star, not maybe on superstar level. Uh, but yeah, I have him at fifth. His production this year has gone down because of Chris Paul um, joining the team and the emergence of Mikhail Bridges, who I talked about a few episodes ago. Uh, but yeah, at number five, I have Devin Booker. And at number four, this is where the list might get a little um, interesting for a players. I have Jalen Brown. I think Jalen Brown... When he was drafted, he was one of my favorite players in the league. I loved him at Cal, and I thought that he had that potential to be a great player, and he's showing that he has that potential now. Jalen Brown, I think, again, one of the best, I get the fourth best shooting guard in the league. I think that, and I this is a hill I'm willing to dive on, I think that Jalen Brown is equal and maybe even a little better than Jason Tatum. So we're not going to get into that right now, but 
that is that's a, that's a, that's for another episode. But I think that Jalen Brown is similar in skill and just is extremely similar to Jalen Brown. Um, and yeah, so I have him at my fourth shooting guard. Um, probably people would want, uh, let's say, Victor Oladipo there maybe or Chris Middleton. But no, I have Jalen Brown at number four. Then at number three and at number two, because these go hand in hand, at number three, I have Bradley Beal. And at number two, I have Zach Levine. So this is where the list might switch up for a lot of you. I think most of most people would have Bradley Beal as the second best shooting guard in the NBA. Of course, James Harden is number one. We don't have to really wait for that. Everyone knows James Harden's the best. Period. Nothing to argue. He is the best. He's a he's the best shooting guard in the league. And if he plays point guard, which he seems to be playing a lot of point guard, he's a top five point guard in the league. But that's again, we don't have to talk about that now. He's number one. My number two and my number three are Zach Levine at number two and Bradley Beal at number three. And this is where some people's this is where people would maybe flip these guys. Some people don't even have Zach Levine in their top five. And, and that is just, that's just ridiculous. Let's compare their stats from this year. So, um, yeah, so this year, Bradley Bill is averaging 32 points per game, four assists, five rebounds. He's shooting 33% from three and 47% from, from the field. Amazing stats. He's leading the league in scoring. He's averaging five rebounds, four assists per game, being at rebounding helping the team rebounding but also facilitating with four free four um assist a game and shooting pretty good from the three-point line and pretty good from the field goal with 47 percent uh, from the field so yeah Bradley Beal amazing was named an all-star starter but and I, I'm not going to argue if he deserved it or not that's gonna that's again that's for a different time but those are some great stats now if you look at Zach Levine's stats 29 points per game so three less than Bradley Beal he is uh, averaging five assists per game, five rebounds per game, shooting 42% from the three-point line and 51% from the field goal. So the only thing that Bradley Beal has been doing better than, than Zach Levine is scoring. He's averaging four more points, 33 points for Bradley Beal and 29 points for uh, for Zach Levine. So four more points for Bradley Beal, but Zach Levine averages more rebounds, more assists, better shooting from the three-point line, and better shooting from the th from the field. So I think that kind of, I don't like to only base on stats, but you have to show some stats to back up your argument, and that backs it up. Scoring is in everything. Helping your team with assists is also important, and Zach Levine does that better than Bradley Beal. And I think a lot of that also plays into... Um, Zach Levine, a lot of his stats are not empty. The Bulls this year, they're 13 and 16, um, which is ninth in the Eastern Conference. So they are in the playoff race for the first time in a long time. The Bulls, 13, 16, um, and that really, it's all, it's all because of Zach Levine. And he's been, he's been the leader of that team. He's been hitting the shots they need him to do, especially the clutch shots. I've been watching a lot of Bulls games because you could tell I'm high on Zach Levine, and he has the ball every single time it's a close game in the in crunch time. He has the ball in his hands, in his hands, and he's hitting these clutch shots. I'm not trying to say that Bradley Beal isn't, but Bradley Beal's team, while they just have won five games in a row, I think that a lot of his stats earlier in the year and a lot of his scoring 
it was it was empty. They were losing. They they couldn't beat anyone. They couldn't even beat probably the Timberwolves. They they couldn't beat anyone. And 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 I don't like to usually talk about empty stats and and stuff like that. But people people bring it up because and and it's historically it's been brought up a lot. Similar to with James Harden in his MV one of his the years he finished second MVP voting the the Rockets were eighth in the Western Conference and people were saying oh empty stats he doesn't make it but when Russell Westbrook averaged triple double the Thunder were eighth in the Western Conference but his stats aren't empty so I think that I don't like that argument so much but when you, I think that when people when points are so close you have to look at team record and I think that the Bulls are a better team than the Wizards and I think that Zach Levine is a better player than Bradley Beal. I think he should have been named an all-star starter instead of Bradley Beal. Zach Levine was named an all-starter. Um, Zach, Zach Levine was named an all-star, not a starter. Oh, Bradley Beal was named a starter, and I think that is, um, I think that's a mistake. Uh, and yeah, so that's why people are gonna not like that. But I think Zach Levine is better than Bradley Beal, not by much. Very similar, and uh, very similar. Both great players, but I'll take Zach Levine. And now moving on to the third and final uh, hot take that I have, and I was really I had to kind of dig deep down for to try to find one because um, you know there's not a lot of I think in the NBA there's a lot of things that are just agreed upon, and so I had to figure find something that I think that I would be one of the only people to say, um, and that is that Ben and I found that Ben Simmons, in my opinion is a top 10 point guard in the league. Recently, especially on NBA Instagram and on TikTok and on Twitter, all types of social medias, I've been hearing so much Ben Simmons slander. And I am, I'm just, I'm not here for it. I'm, I'm done. I think it's ridiculous. And that's why I said this. Ben Simmons is a top 10 point guard in the league. And I'm going to name you all of them right now. And not in any particular order. The top 10 point guards in the league are Stephen Curry, Luka Doncic, Kyrie, Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell, who I think is a point guard. That's up for grabs, point guard slash shooting guard. Ben Simmons, so that's nine. And then for my 10th, I either have Jamal Murray, Shai Gilgis Alexander, who's also, I think, a point guard, or De'Aaron Fox. But Ben Simmons is for sure in that top 10 and it's not even close. When you look through the whole list of point guards, Ben Simmons is better than every single not every single one of them, but he's a top 10 point guard, not even close. I've seen people on Instagram say that they would rather have Mike Conley, Devontae Graham, and Malcolm Brogdon all over Ben Simmons. That is the most ridiculous statement that I've heard ever. Ben Simmons is one of the most impactful players in the league. I'm not trying to put him on a LeBron, Kevin Durant, Giannis level, but I think that he is, you see, there's players that are extremely impactful. The Currys of the world, Luca, you know, Kyrie, Russ, the superstars in the league, LeBron, KD, Giannis. Um, and then you have the second tier, Ben Simmons, Anthony Davis, um, you know, maybe uh, Jamal Murray, uh, Chris Paul, uh, Donovan Mitchell, players who are not um, at that top tier, but who are extremely impactful. And I think Ben Simmons is the top of that second tier of impactful players. And it's because really he is the full package besides one thing and that is in that one thing is shooting and just because he can't shoot people are saying that they would rather have Devontae Graham over him but let's start off with all let's start off with 
all the positives that he does. One, he's one of the best slashers in the league. If Ben Simmons gets the rebound on a missed shot and he has a full head of steam, he, there's no one that's stopping him. That I would compare him to LeBron. LeBron, they always say he's a freight chain. Ben Simmons is ex the exact same thing. LeBron, I mean, Ben Simmons is able to get the rebound in traffic, of course, sprint down the court, one of the fastest point, one of the fastest players in the league, and and dunk it on anyone. And uh, so yeah, that's just one of his great things that he could do. Next, which plays along into his transition, his rebounding, and his and his running down the court, is his passing. One of the best things I've seen from Ben Simmons is his transition passing and his just passing in general. He's one of the best passers in the league, averaging over eight assists per game. And he has one of the best IQs in the league. Early in the year, he earlier in his career, he was averaging similar amount of assists with players that did not fit his play style. He had Joel Embiid clogging up the center. He still does, but Joel Embiid has improved his shooting. He had players that just were not able to space the floor, but with now Tyrese Maxey, uh, Danny Green, Seth Curry, who's been a huge addition for the 76ers team. He's able that helps him improve his passing. Um, and yeah, so now he's even playing better with this improved 76ers roster. And I think that the most important factor that Ben Simmons brings to, to a team is his defense. He is one, I think, a top five defensive player in the league. He right now is my pick for, no, probably Rudy Gobert is my pick for Defensive Player of the Year, but he's probably second, uh, close second, and it's because he can really guard one through five. And you hear people say, oh, he can, LeBron could guard one through five, uh, Giannis can guard one through five, Giannis can really guard one through five because he's as tall as the centers in the league. KD, he might get overpowered by big centers, and LeBron, uh, while 6'8", a little on the shorter side, Ben Simmons 6'10". Um, it has LeBron strength. He can really guard one through five. He is extremely versatile, and especially if you run an all-switch defense, I don't really know. Haven't watched enough 76ers games to see what they do, but I think Ben Simmons, besides his shooting, and even if he could shoot maybe a little, a little bit, like similar to a Giannis, people would say, "Oh, he's one of the best players in the league." I don't like this Ben Simmons center, and I don't want to hear. I just want to end off saying that Ben Simmons this year is averaging 16 points per game, eight assists, and eight rebounds. While that is the eight rebounds and the eight assists is phenomenal, the 16 points is a little disappointing. But again, that you can't just take everything at face value. You can't just look at the stats or just the strictly offensive stats. It needs to be the impact he has on the games. Tipped balls, playing defensive, defensive rating, um, everything in general, just uh, being uh, having effect, having an effect on the roster, having an effect on the defense, on their game plan, um, and yeah. So I think that Ben Simmons underappreciated. I can't believe I said that. Under the the two time All Star, he just made his second All Star game is underappreciated, but he is just such a great player, um, and I think that he. I wish the Rockets had traded for him. I wish we didn't get Victor Oladipo. I wish that we had gotten Ben Simmons for James Harden, but we didn't, sadly. Uh, but yeah, Ben Simmons, amazing player, all-star for many, many years, um, and hopefully he's going to um, play really well with Joel Embiid uh, for years to come. And yeah, that is the end of this uh, episode. Make sure you guys follow the podcast on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Twitter, like this video, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Helps our channel grow a lot. Thank you guys so much for watching, and goodbye.